welcome to Impact Your World episode where we explore ways we can give back and help others in our communities. And today we have Julie Waters, founder of Free the Captives Houston, a faith-based anti-human trafficking nonprofit that fights the exploitation and trafficking of Houston's youth. She's here to educate us on the prominence of sex trafficking in Houston, Texas, and how we can get involved. And also listen out for our fashion show ticket giveaway. Yay! Welcome, Julie. So, Julie, can you tell us a little bit about yourself in, you know, about 30 seconds? Yes. So, my name is Julie Waters, and my background is I am an attorney, and I have worked with children in abuse and neglect cases. And from that, God has opened the doors for me to start my ministry called Free the Captives for teenage victims of sex trafficking in Houston. Okay. So... You mentioned Free the Captives, so tell us a little bit about that. What is Free the Captives, Houston? Yes, at Free the Captives, what we do, we're a nonprofit ministry here in Houston, and we work specifically with American girls that have been involved in human trafficking. As you may know, Houston is a huge hub for sex trafficking. It's one of the, the top cities in the U.S., and so our goal is to work with girls that have been caught up in this horrific crime. Okay, so so let's take it back a little. Tell us a little bit about how Free the Captives got started. You know, what's the history? What's the background on, on this movement? I started Free the Captives after seeing there's a huge need. Back when I started Free the Captives, the focus was really on international sex trafficking. The um, There were different groups and they were focusing on women and children coming from other countries and being trafficked here in Houston. And while that was and is still an issue, what was being overlooked were American girls, you know, girls born and raised right here in Houston. And so, you know, I saw this because of my background as an attorney and working with kids in the foster care system. I just have a heart for children. And so I saw this need that wasn't being met. And so I started Free the Captives as a way to specifically help teenagers caught up in, in human trafficking. And also as a platform for the body of Christ to become involved in fighting this horrific crime. Because at that point, you had to be a lawyer or a doctor or a social worker, something very specialized in order to fight human trafficking instead of, you know, maybe a college student or retiree. And I knew that there was a place for everyone in this fight. Yeah, I agree. Actually, I personally uh, knew about international sex trafficking, just like you, you mentioned, but I wasn't really aware how it was like in America with American uh, teenagers. And for those listeners and us as well that are not really aware of how prominent human sex trafficking is here in America, especially in Houston, could you give us any statistical information to enlighten us and for us to actually get to know what's going on? Of course. So the average age a teenager being trafficked in Houston starts out between the ages of 12 to 14 years old. 
Can you imagine that? Wow. <laughs> no, we did not think it was wow, that young. That young. Exactly. And that's why traffickers are looking for girls that young because they're so vulnerable. So I think a lot of people have this misconception that girls are being trafficked like the movie Taken, right? They're being yes. kidnapped. They, they go overseas or they're being kidnapped or held at gunpoint or chained to a bed in a motel while really what is happening is the trafficker is looking for young teenage girls on social media twitter instagram facebook kick whatever the newest and latest app is posting you know inappropriate pictures of themselves you know these are just teenage girls looking for attention right they don't realize when you have 2,000 followers or 3,000 friends on Facebook and you don't know the large majority of them and you're posting yourself, you know, showing a lot of cleavage or wearing your swimsuit and you're getting... Yeah, amen. <laughs> you're getting all of these likes and um, comments and then the trafficker will start to inbox them and send them messages and tell them, oh, you're so pretty. Can we meet up? And he's just bait posed, them in. He's what? Baiting bait them. them in, basically. Exactly, exactly. Into thinking that, uh, into a relationship. Oh, this guy loves me. He wants to take care of me. Because she's so young. So here are the characteristics of girls being trafficked. One, they've often been sexually abused at a young age. They don't have a father figure at home. They often run away. They come from impoverished situations and they have low self-esteem so when you have all of those things mixing together it's very easy for a trafficker to get a young girl to fall in love with him wow we definitely didn't know about all of that that's good insight thank you so much so you've been doing this quite a while and what are the results of the Frida Kaftis efforts like how many were helped like what are the statistical I guess, information that you guys have that you've helped a bunch of people? Well, so what we do at Free the Captives, there's several things that we do for teenage victims. One, we help them by working with law enforcement. We help them to get out of the situation, to be rescued and to be placed in a safe environment. And then after that, we help them with mentoring, tutoring, getting material assistance like clothing or furniture. And the biggest thing that we do is we provide them with a job. So in the summertime, we provide our girls with a summer job making candles. And at the same time they're making candles, they're earning money, and they're learning important life skills like how to write a resume, how to interview for a job, how to budget. So I would say since we've started, we've helped over 100 teenage trafficking victims. Oh, wow. That's that's, that's great. Yeah, that's and, really good. And also, just wanted to ask, do you also provide like means for psychological evaluation yeah. or healing? Oh, absolutely. So the girls take part. They have access to counseling and therapy. Yeah. Oh, okay. Awesome. Okay. That's good. So, Julie, real quick for our listeners, can you highlight, you know, one of those stories about one of the girls that you've helped that has survived through rehabilitation or, you know, anything like that from sex trafficking? Yeah, yes. And the thing that you have to keep in mind, we work with teenagers, right? And so they're still pretty young and still going through a lot, a lot of healing. And so the trauma is just really, really difficult. For example, there was one 16-year-old girl, you know, before she could be rescued, you know, she had to sleep with 21 men in the span of four days. 
And when that happens to you at the age of 16, you can imagine just how the toll that it takes on you emotionally, psychologically, spiritually. And so, you know, it really, it really does take a very, very long time to recover. But what we have seen, especially through our job program, by giving the girls work, they like to be productive. They like to be busy. They like to have something to do. And they desperately need this this source of income. So it's been really amazing to see girls come to work and say things like, I feel safe here. I come here and I don't have to worry about my trafficker or I don't have to think about the things that have happened to me in the past because I can focus on making this a beautiful candle. Or another girl, when she cashed her first check, she was so proud of herself. And she said, you know, this is the first time I've made money where nobody's used me. No one's exploited her, her body. So she was really, really proud of herself. And I was happy for her. But at the same time, it was just, it was heartbreaking. Because what 16-year-old should have to say that? She should be working at at the mall, right? At Forever 21 and just like any other teenager and not have to work, you know, like not have her past be so traumatic. So, and then we have other girls that are working hard in, in school and accomplishing their dreams and their goals. And so really within Free the Captives, we measure success by those, what most of us would consider everyday ordinary things like, like getting a job or going to prom or getting a driver's license, or graduating from high school. Like for most of us listening, those are all normal things that we got to experience as teenagers. But for these girls, those are monumental accomplishments. Monumental. So we celebrate all of the little successes with our girls. Okay, so what are some of the events uh, currently planned by your organization? Good question. So not only do we help teenage trafficking victims, but we also raise a lot of awareness. So for example, I think something that would be really great for your listeners, we just started a young professionals group. We try to meet once or twice a month. And so you can find more information on that on our website, just freethecaptiveshouston.com. We also have a volunteer training coming up for any of your listeners that want to get more involved and possibly work with our girls. We have a seven-week training that they have to go through in the spring. They need to apply by January the 12th. That is also, that information is also on our website. And we have an internship program for college students, undergrads and graduate students to actually come and work with trafficking victims during the summer at our summer job program. So it's a paid internship that application is also due in January. It's a great, great opportunity for college students to have a huge impact on these girls' lives. I mean, it is super intense, but an experience that will change your life forever. I would definitely be interested yeah. in doing that. Yeah. And obviously, you, uh, Free the Captives also does like other interesting events such as the mile run, the 5K run, right? Yes, we have a 5K run and a fashion show and our human trafficking conference that's coming up. So the fashion show is our next big 
fun, amazing event that is going to be on January the 13th. And it's we have a team that's been working really, really hard on it. The, the show is going to be amazing because the clothes are actually being coordinated with the different stages of a trafficking victim's life. So there will be lots of symbolism, and I think people will walk away feeling like they've. it's a fashion show that you've never seen before. Yeah, actually, Julie, you might not know this, but I'm volunteering for that fashion show. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Thank you so much. So much. No problem. It's so much fun, and the fact that it's a bigger cause is, is unexplainable. I'm really excited to be on the team. Well, y'all have been doing amazing work and it's our first time to do the fashion show we're hoping to do it every year and so thank you for just being on the you know ground floor and getting this kicked off and just making it super amazing no problem and to our listeners we are gonna be having a giveaway of the fashion show tickets stay tuned after our time with julie for details so julie do you have any additional resources that you know our audience our listeners and ourselves can access you know to learn more about sex trafficking and you know how to volunteer how to get involved in helping out you yeah. know this is a really good cause yeah except for and um, not only like uh free the captives but just additional in general, yeah. right absolutely so within free the captives and then i'll tell about other resources um you're right we do have the 5k coming up in april we have it at mason park and we have over 300 people that come out and volunteer for this 5K. So it's a great way to volunteer. So we have the 5K and then immediately afterwards, we have this huge festival that's completely free for the people in the neighborhood. We hold this 5K in the East End and less than three miles from this park, there was a cantina that was busted. So here's the international sex trafficking park. Huge bust. The trafficker actually got a life sentence because within the span of two years, this trafficker had trafficked over 60,000 times women and children. Wow. In the span of two years. I mean, oh my God. Over 60,000 times it is women and children were sold over and over and over and over again, every single day, every single night. And so we specifically hold our 5K and festival in this park in this predominantly Latino neighborhood because we want to reach out to them and say, look, sex trafficking is happening within miles of where you live, where your kids go to school. You need to learn about human trafficking so you can keep your kids safe. So at the festival, we have all these churches that donate and host free food, free games, and then we have music and talks on human trafficking. And we invite the neighborhood to come to the festival partake in all this free stuff, and then hear about human trafficking. I believe it's the largest outreach to the Latino community on human trafficking in Houston. And we need a lot of people to come out and make that day possible. In terms of educating yourself, again, we have that spring training coming up. We have people read three books. I mean, it's super, super intense. You read three books, you do book reports. We're meeting with you for seven weeks. We're educating you and also giving you opportunities to get involved with Free the Captives at the same time, like during the meetings. But I would say in terms of reading, there are books by a group in New York called GEMS, J-E-M-S, One book is called The Survivor's Guide 
to to leaving. So that's a really good book for trafficking survivors who are trying to rebuild their lives. There's another book also written by Rachel Lloyd. So she's the founder of GEMS. That's a really good book on human trafficking, as well as The Neighbor Next Door, The Girl Next Door. So she tells her story about how she was trafficked. And American girl growing up here and basically blackmailed into being trafficked. And so it wasn't until she moved away, her family moved away because of her father's job, that she was able to get away from her trafficker. Like she would, I I think if I remember the story correctly, like she would be trafficked, but then she would also come home every day. Like, so like her family had no idea what was happening. And because he blackmailed her, like she was so afraid, like she couldn't tell. So we had one girl that was a cheerleader in a suburb of Houston. Like she would be a cheerleader at her school, but at night she was being trafficked. So it really is a huge, huge, huge problem in Houston. And we need people to get involved. Yes, Mm -hmm. definitely. And we definitely appreciate you for all the knowledge and the resources and the statistics and just educating us on how prominent it is in Houston, in America in general. All the resources mentioned on this show will be put on our website. And also for our listeners, you can find Free the Captives at freethecaptiveshouston.com for all the information Julie spoke about in this episode. Now, Julie, we do this at the end of every episode. Uh, We ask a uh, guest question. Um, If you had a day with God, what question will you ask him? And why? Oh, That's hard. Okay, so this is a really, really tough question. And I get it every once in a while from my girls. And I don't have a good answer. And so I would ask God on behalf of my girls, why is there evil? Why does human trafficking happen? Why did this happen to me? Like, where was God? Yeah, makes sense. Definitely. Well, thank you so much, Julie. We had fun listening to you. I hope you did as well. Yes. No, thank you for this great opportunity. Sorry to end on such a tough note. But you know what? I want your listeners to know that God is working and I see him working in these girls' lives and the girls know it. So yes, you know, they do have their doubts and and questions and that's totally normal and expected, but they also for the most part, have such hearts for God. Like, I think they are they have to have something bigger, right? Like, they, right, right. they believe in God, and they have to have that hope. There's something else for them, for their future. It's really, really encouraging to, to see them when we have Bible study together or when they're working, and you see them turning to God. So God is good. Yes, he is, yes, he is all the Thank time. You so Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, ladies. Wow. I learned so much in this episode. I'm sure y'all did as well, right, Lorena? Yes, definitely. Yeah. We want to thank Julie again for stopping by. Now, on to the extra fun stuff. Fashion show. Yay, fashion show. So we are sponsoring two tickets. Get excited. Two, two. (laughs) We're sponsoring two tickets to the Fashion for Freedom show coming up on January the 13th. 2017 it's going to be amazing amazing all we ask is that you like us on facebook and instagram you share our facebook page repost our giveaway picture on instagram and subscribe to our podcast because you know you love it 
Love us. Yes. So that's it, guys. Thank you. For all resources, check out our website and we would love your feedback. You can send an email to hello at millennialfaithpodcast.com or you can tell us what you think on our social media. We're on Facebook and Instagram. Till then, catch you next time on Millennial Faith Podcast. Podcast.